0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. WELCOME TO ANOTHER SPECIAL EDITION OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. THIS WEEK, I'M INTERVIEWING JOHN TESH ABOUT HOW GOD HAS CHANGED HIS LIFE AND SPECIFICALLY HEALED HIM OF CANCER. SO WE'VE ALREADY BEEN INTO THIS INTERVIEW. WE'RE CONTINUING IT TODAY. Uh, ENJOY THIS, AND I'LL BE BACK RIGHT AT THE CLOSE OF TODAY'S BROADCAST. ONE OF THE THINGS I LOVE ABOUT YOU AND CONNIE IS THAT, MAN, YOU DIDN'T JUST PASSIVELY LISTEN and receive some. I mean, once you saw the truth, you have been relentless pursuing it. And like you, you've made reference a couple of times to how much you have uh, YouTube and other things playing. And I mean, you guys are just pursuing this. And I think that people that are watching this, they would love to have the results that you have, but they don't want to invest this effort into it. Yeah. And that is yeah. one of the keys yeah. is that you and Connie have just. I mean, I've I've been amazed. At the way you have latched onto this and held on to the truth of god and
2: yeah that's that's important yeah it's it's a blessing it's a blessing and i i still keep looking back on uh you know it's one of the reasons why we make sure that cha-cha is with us all the time wherever we go because it's a reminder of what would have happened if cha-cha sandoval had not handed us that that that, that teaching of yours you know even thomas edison i found this quote from thomas edison I don't know what his uh, I don't know what his faith was but 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 he was a pretty remarkable man. And this relates to getting into the word of God, it relates to getting your first radio job, it relates to starting a Bible college that nobody said was even possible, Caris Bible is a lot of people miss an opportunity. This is Edison speaking. A lot of people miss an opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and it looks like work.
1: Yeah. And I have heard that he when he invented the incandescent light that I forgot he had over a thousand failures. Yeah. And people, somebody says, but you failed a thousand times. He says, no, I found a thousand things that didn't work. But that persistence, and I think this book that you wrote, it's The Relentless uh, is the title of it, Unleashing Life of Purpose, Grit, and Faith. And relentless is one of the things you've got to do. You've seen that in your career, but now that you've gotten turned on to the word of God, you have that same passion towards the word. And that's what people watching this need to, Take away from it that this didn't happen accidentally. You and Connie
2: have been pursuing yeah. God. Yeah, with yeah, your whole heart. you know, and, and, and in my story, um, uh, there's a there, <laughs> there's a lot of stories that we'll never get to, but there's a story in the book about how I met Connie. You're gonna love this story. I don't think I've heard this. No, I don't think you have, because I, I, would, I would be embarrassed to tell you. But let's tell you on television. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell everybody. So if you're gonna be embarrassed, you might as well make the best of it. Oh my gosh. So, so I met her in a gym in 1991. I was working for Entertainment Tonight. She had she was not doing Greatest American Hero, your favorite series, but she was, uh, she was doing P.S. I Love You. So we were shooting P.S. As in Palm Springs. So it was a it was a, a series for CBS. I, I walked into the gym of the, in the hotel, and there she was on the, on the bicycle. And I, I took, took my breath away. I mean, it, it, she's, she's a, a remarkably beautiful and funny woman. But I didn't, all I knew, all I saw was what was on that bicycle. And we were the only two people in the gym. And so uh, I, I'm not talking this way, way, way out of my league. So I took a hard left into the gym. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to have to work out. And I had like a T-shirt that had mustard stain on it. You know, Guys, we don't dress up. I guess the Russian guys who do work, this, yeah. but you know, there's, there's two ladies that, they're, you know, behind these cameras. You guys dress up when you go to the gym, right? You put on your thing, <laughs> your leotard and the this and that, got a headphone. Yeah, so they say, yeah, right? So she, she had that, all that stuff on, and I had a mustard stain, and I had sneakers that didn't, I don't know, stocks that didn't match. And So I thought, well, um, I'll, go, I'll go do a chin-up, right, up, up on the high bar. So I jump up on the high bar, and, and I'm hanging there, and I realize I'm up 225 pounds. I haven't pulled myself off the ground since <laughs> junior high school when I weighed 150, so I'm trying to pull myself. It's not happening. So. And if you wanted to impress her, right? right maybe right, maybe well. one I could do one, but I couldn't. I couldn't move myself, so I started, you know, going from side to side like this, like like I was stretching my back, right? And then I dropped off, and then I went over to the sit-up machine. The sit-up machine was stuck in this position, sort of like that. And so I put my feet, size 16 feet. In the uh, in the stirrups that are that are there, you know. And I leaned back, and I, I realized that I couldn't I couldn't let myself back up because I was almost upside down. And Connie right? was watching, and I'm all looking of out this. of the you know looking out of the corner of my eye, thinking, Oh my gosh, she's probably calling nine one one at this point, you know. And so um, I finally, I, I inched my way up, and I, I released my my feet and headed for the door, you know, defeated. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice go this, this Bronx accent go, uh, John Chantesh, is that you? And so it was a little higher voice than that. And so I whip around and go, Oh, Connie, I didn't see you there. And she Oh, you goes, recognized her too. Yeah, I had recognized her when I came in, yeah. I said, I didn't see you there. And she goes, Well, we're the only two people in the gym. I said, Well, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so we have a conversation. And basically, you know, she says, uh, You know, are, are you, are you, are, what are you doing? I told her I was doing. So we made a plan where I said, Well, you know, I'm coming back on Friday. Why don't we get together and maybe, you know, maybe hang out or something like that? She said, that'd be fine. So I went up to my room and I, I wrote a note and had the belt with, with, uh, with, I'd, I'd written the Tour de France bike, bike race music. I had a cassette and I wrote a thing, a little note saying, hey, since you're riding a bicycle, uh, since you're listening to music, because she had headphones on, riding a bicycle, why, why not ride to the, to the music that was written for the greatest bike race on earth, the Tour de France. I'll see you on Friday. Between Friday, between Wednesday and Friday, when I was supposed to show up for the date, I chickened out. Really? I chickened out. Yeah. Yeah. So women, see, women, they're, they're always, they're always like, what? You, you stood what? her up? Yeah, yeah. The people leave dinner parties when I tell this part of the story. So speaking of relentless, after, because she's just way out of my league. And I just was like, well, what's, what's going to happen? She's probably dating, you know, I don't know, everybody in town. Anyway, somebody, you know, somebody famous, you know, which I wasn't. I was just. Covering the people that were famous on Entertainment Tonight. So I stood her up, yeah. And then I, I realized the folly of my ways, and I tried to get her back. And so I, I was calling her answering machine, answering service. And, I'm and surprised her, she'd respond to you. I went crazy. I mean, I was. And, 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 here's, and here's the sad part of it. During part of this, I'd been hired to, to uh, I was on vacation from E.T., and I was, I was hired to be the host of Wimbledon. So I'm at Wimbledon now, and I'm still trying to get in touch with her. So I'm, I'm leaving messages now. This is so pathetic. I'm leaving messages for her answering machine going, uh, 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 for your answering service, please tell Connie that um, it's John Tesh. I'm in Wimbledon now. I'm, I'm hosting the uh, Wimbledon coverage. Trying of to tennis. impress
1: her? Yeah. Was <laughs> well, she impressed?
2: No, no, she was not. I've dropped my microphone. No, she was, she was not. This is a tough story for me to tell. No, she was not impressed. And uh, I, I finally worked out a thing where a friend of mine ended up on a radio station in the the early morning, and we uh, went through her publicist, and the publicist told her that that they wanted her to do an interview on the radio station to promote P.S. I Love You, but she didn't know I was gonna be on the air. So the guy that was working with me, my partner on the radio, asked her out for me. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's like, why? 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 It's, again, it was self-imposed. You know, it is, was self-imposed.
1: This is a look behind the scenes. People see you on television. They see all of these things you do. And for you to have some of the same fears and fear rejection yeah. and stuff
2: that they well, listen, have, Andrew, they just can't believe Listen, Andrew, it. Andrew, you're a cowboy. Have you ever shot yourself in the foot? Uh, no, yeah. I have Okay. Well, uh, well, that's it. I, 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 I don't have any toes left in my, my career. I've shot off all my toes, figuratively. That's, that's amazing. Well, I bet you people
1: have really enjoyed kind of getting behind the scenes because when you see somebody on television or all of these different venues where you go and stuff, they just think that you got everything together and you're just a normal guy that God has really talented and blessed. Abnormal. Yeah.
2: It's awesome. Uh, Abnormal. You know, uh, what's in the future for you, John? What do you think? I love doing what I'm doing, you know, and. Somebody once said to me, I was talking to this, I was talking to Quincy Jones actually, and and then a couple who's a you know a famous producer obviously, and we were talking about jazz, and and uh, and I said, you know, I just can't, I, I can't, I can't play like you guys play. You know, I, I had classical training, but I didn't, I didn't really get the, you know, the the jazz thing. So whenever I'm playing like big band stuff or jazz stuff, I always feel intimidated by it. And he said to me, he goes, he goes, well, just just play the white keys, John. Just play in the, just play the white keys. You know it's, it's, You don't like the black keys, right? I said no, just just play the white keys, play at your level. And that's really where I am because you know a lot of times what happens, especially when you discover that you have a testimony, a ministry, you're like, well, okay, I, I can't. I can't get healed until I learn this, 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 and this. I can't lay hands on somebody until I know exactly where to put my hands. I can't talk on stage until I've memorized 35 or 40 scriptures. What was it? The only, uh, from what I understand, Kenneth Hagin preached on Mark eleven twenty three for most of his life, right? Yeah. In like fact, most people think he wrote the thing, you, right? You preach what's revelation to you. Right, right. And, and that's what, I think that's what, that, that's a big message that i love to, to, to get out and, and continue to get out when you say what's next, is that honesty and the, and, and the truth at whatever level that you can impart that is really where you need to be.
1: You know, there's always this pull to try and be somebody that you aren't. Like even in my situation, I see other ministers administer on things that I don't and I think I could do that but you know the Lord just keeps bringing me back to you need to stay in your lane you need yeah, to do what uh, I have called you to do and I often say that if you
2: want to destroy a man's vision give him two oh, yeah. you gotta stay focused you know it's funny when you say the thing about your lane I'm always talking about that I heard there's a friend of mine Lin-Manuel Miranda he created that amazing uh, Broadway show Hamilton and right. we've known him for years but he was asked by uh, 60 Minutes, he said, you know, why you? How did you end up, there's other people that, you know, or theater, theater geniuses. How did you end up producing this, probably the, the, the biggest epic of all time, you know, Hamilton? So the story of the Founding Fathers on stage. And he said, I just picked a Elaine. And he said, and I never. And some, for me, sometimes the lane, it, maybe it was the passing lane, sometimes or maybe it was the slow <laughs> lane, right? But but I tried I tried my best to stay in in, in that lane. And you're a perfect example of, of that. You know the the stories you've told about about being in the service and being you know being being tempted when you were in, in Vietnam and you stayed in your lane when everybody else was. You know, it was being untoward, and 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 even men of God, you know, were thinking, well, nobody will find out about this, and you just understood that, you weren't the only person seeing that lane for yourself. That God wanted you to be in in that lane, and you're, you're a real shining light for people who can just say, and that's the other problem, right? When you go through stuff like what I've what I've done in my life, you know, I, I went sort of crazy when I was in New York, you know, when I was doing the news and doing sports, but. I've heard you and Barry Bennett both talk about this, about sin consciousness. Being able, to, being able to understand that if Paul can do what Paul did and then have a revelation and do what Saul and then do what Paul did, we all have that for us. We don't have to have that sin consciousness.
1: So since you've gotten really turned on to the Word, you and Connie, your concerts now, you're just real open speaking about your healing and about the Lord. And like when you were with us for this PBS special, you had up Mark... Eleven twenty-three on the screen and things like that. How are people res- receiving this? Have you had a following before you were real outspoken about all of this? Have people turned away? Have people responded positively? What's what's the result? Yeah, it's
2: a great question. I th- I really thought that we would, you know, this is a very carnal thing to say, but I really thought that we would lose people. Uh, but the first time and and Facebook for us, okay, social media, right? Not everybody loves it, but. Facebook for us is a, is a connection with the people who listen to me on the radio and people who, are, who go to concerts and they'll tell you what they, what they review, they'll tell you what they feel. The first time I went on Facebook and I, and I had an interview with, um, uh, Jim Hockaday. You know Jim Hockaday. He's, uh, he was actually at our Bible study. Uh, um, and I think he's spoken, uh, in one, once or twice at the, at the school here. Um, and, and Greg Fritz, right? Mm-hmm. So I took, I took a couple of their pieces and combined them with, with a teaching of yours and, and Barry's, just short stuff, like, like eight minutes long and played it on Facebook. And I thought, okay, I held my breath. Like, why would you do this? Why would this? Why would this? And it was a completely different thing. It was like, this is such a breath of fresh air. We've been wait, we've been waiting for this. And so I, I think that, you know the message to people who are on the fence about being honest about their faith, or even being honest about whether they're pro-life or not, if we can get you know political, is is people are waiting for us to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and, and and people can see through when you're not honest, and so. A lot of the times, I don't tell the story the same way on stage about my healing. It's always it's always different, and because it's different, there'll be times when I can't get through it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to stop for a moment you know, because I'm in I'm in tears because I'm able to go back and actually be in that in that moment when Connie and I made that decision of when faith. But you was know, born. the
1: ungodly they don't have any problem at all sharing their belief systems and pushing their agenda. But somehow or another, Christians have been silenced. That that I guess it's fear. Of rejection, but man, yeah. you
2: hadn't uh, been that
1: way. You've been very, very outspoken.
2: I think a lot of it, well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I actually have that testimony and I got healed. The rest of it is, what's the worst that could happen? You know, I mean, that's really go I, back living in a tent. I did, right? <laughs> I'm the guy that lived in the tent. You know? yeah. What is the worst that could happen yeah. if you're I'll honest about I'll tell you what,
1: man, God has just done so much for us. How in the world could you be silent?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, God has turned your life around, not only through the cancer, but that in itself is enough to praise God for and all the other things He's done, giving you a beautiful wife, Connie Selica. Yeah, yeah. He, after you blew it. Yeah. Stood her <laughs> Stop up. Stop that. You didn't need to go back on that. <laughs> yeah. So God's been awesome.
2: Yeah, for for sure. And and you know, it's like uh it's like it's like learning the piano, you know, when you're a little kid and you learn and you learn one song and you're like and you're like Wow, that's this is great. I'm playing piano, right? And then Mrs. Andriani will give you Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C sharp minor, and go, "Here's your next piece." And you go, "Wait, there's so many notes. What are, you know? What am I going to do?" And and it's like that with the with with the Word of God. If you if you look at Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C sharp minor before before you're finished praying, what you're playing, what you really know, then you then you just get you, you get torn apart and you get you get you get intimidated, and so. That, that another thing I I I I'd love to share and I have actually is just you know operate it you know, pursue the word of God but operate at your level and understand that that that's you can I have a problem with people who say I've I've read the Bible cover to cover six times you know I've heard you say this where just pick one scripture meditate that on that
1: for as long as you want this weekend I spent all weekend on John fourteen eight yeah yeah where Philip said show us the Father and it'll satisfy yeah, us yeah And God just gave me a revelation that he wasn't satisfied with Jesus. He wanted something more than Jesus. And how many Christians are in that situation aren't fully appreciating what they've got? It's been
2: awesome. Yeah. I got some great stuff out of it. Yeah. I know also you've, you've studied a little bit of Caroline Leaf and, and, mm-hmm. and the, and the, the world of, of, quantum physics, which is, I'm really fascinated by. And it's really, it's a great way to reach scientists who are, are not sure about the Word of God, where, where, you know, speaking faith-filled words over yourself and over others, you know, affects us in, in it affects the, the, the waves at, at the particle level in our, in our body. That's what enabled Jesus to walk on water. That's what able, enabled him to walk through walls.
1: Well, John, you've written a book and you made reference to this, but you said you spent two or two and a half years writing this. So, does it cover all the things we've been talking about? What's that? What's that book?
2: It does. It covers. Uh, it, it, in fact, it, it's it's a unique way of of the and my one of my editors, uh, Niels Parker and uh, Jenny Baumgartner and, and Connie actually were all editors on this and. And, uh, so the cancer journey is, is, is like flashbacks all throughout the book. Um, but I think my, one so of the- So it
1: tells your whole story. It tells the, the just whole inter- story, w- Yeah. W- yeah. W- yeah.
2: So meeting Connie, you know, Red Rocks, the Tour de France, you know, the, the whole Entertainment Tonight theme thing, discovering, uh, the, the healing scriptures and, and, um, that, actually the chapter, uh, there, there is a, there is a chapter in here that uh, I think I told you about when we were, when we were in Phoenix. But it's, um, how, it's, it's your chapter and it's How Dumb Can You Be and Still Breathe? Which is, uh, which is one of the things that you're, uh, how, how dumb can you be and, and still breathe? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the story of me first hearing that better way to pray on CD in the, in, in the car. And that's one of the ways you said it. I said, why is, why is this guy yelling at me? What's the matter with him? <laughs> It had to been God that opened up your heart because
1: uh, some people would be turned off by all of that. Yeah, for sure. It's just who I am. Well, God speaks to me that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I just speak the same way to other people. So it's been an honor to have you on, John. You are a blessing. You and Connie have been just such a blessing. And, you know, we've had some people, ministers come into our place who are celebrities in their own mind only. (laughs) Nobody else thinks they are, but they treat my staff like they are just to cut above and everybody else is there to serve them. And here you and Connie come in who are certified celebrities and you just love people and you treat people kind. And it just says volumes to me
2: about who you are. I appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have uh, you've set a wonderful table here for us. We appreciate it. For well, us. you're a
1: blessing. And for those of you who've been watching, I just believe that BY HAVING, YOU KNOW, JOHN SHARE HIS TESTIMONY. I PREACH THESE THINGS FROM SCRIPTURE, BUT TO HEAR A PERSON GIVE A TESTIMONY ABOUT HOW IT'S CHANGING THEIR LIFE AND STUFF, I THINK THAT THIS IS A LIVING uh, BIBLE LESSON RIGHT HERE. AND YOU SEE HOW IT'S WORKING, AND PRAISE GOD, THE SAME THING THAT GOD HAS DONE FOR JOHN AND CONNIE, HE WILL DO IT FOR YOU. GOD IS NO respecter OF PERSONS. AND HOPEFULLY YOU'VE SEEN BY JOHN BEING REAL OPEN AND HONEST THAT, MAN, HE'S HAD THE SAME FEARS AND THE SAME THINGS THAT EVERYBODY ELSE STRUGGLES WITH. YOU KNOW, THE BIBLE SAYS THAT THERE'S NO TEMPTATION BUT THAT WHICH IS COMMON TO MAN. IT'S THE SAME THING. AND THE SAME ANSWER THAT JOHN AND CONNIE HAD FOR THEIR SITUATION, THAT SAME THING WILL WORK FOR YOU. SO JOHN, I TELL YOU, SINCE YOU'VE HAD THIS ANOINTING FOR HEALING FLOWING IN YOU AND YOU'VE BEEN HEALED OF CANCER SUPERNATURALLY, I'd like you to just spend a second praying for the people. There's probably some people watching this that relate to all of the things that you've talked about. You've been ministering healing to other people, so I'd like you to just pray, and I believe that people will be healed as you release that same healing that's blown through you.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for uh, this opportunity to be with Andrew, to be here at Caris uh, at Bible. Thank you for connecting the dots on, on my life, and, and uh, Lord God... Thank you for reaching out to the people who have listened to us today. Thank you for reaching out and, and helping them to understand that when Jesus went to the cross, he not only took our sins, but he took our, he took our griefs and sorrows, he took our sicknesses. First Peter 2.24, by his stripes we, we were healed. And I just, uh, I pray that, beyond anything, that those of you who have not checked out the scripture, Mark eleven twenty three the scripture that's meant so much to me and my wife, that you, would, that you would do that now, that you would do that today. Or you can just listen to me speak it now. And at the end of this scripture, I believe, I believe that you will be healed. And understand too, that whatever it is you're, you're feeling, that's not what's happening in your body. I had that, I went through that when I was so sick. But I had, I had my wife and my kids praying over me, understanding that, that all I needed to do was, was flip the switch, that the healing was done for me. And so Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will be done, shall have what he says. And then Mark eleven twenty four. 24, therefore, whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive it and you will have it. And I believe now, WITH ALL MY HEART THAT JUST LIKE ME AND JUST LIKE THE PEOPLE WHO I ENCOUNTER EVERY WEEKEND THAT YOU ARE HEALED IN THE NAME OF JESUS CHRIST. AMEN. Amen. I AGREE WITH YOU, BROTHER.
1: YOU KNOW, IF GOD MINISTERED TO YOU, uh, I'D ENCOURAGE YOU TO CALL THE NUMBER THAT YOU SEE ON YOUR SCREEN. ALSO, IF YOU NEED ANY FURTHER MINISTRY, IF YOU WANT ANY INFORMATION, about uh, how our ministry could help you receive healing. We see thousands and thousands of people healed. You can call that number. There's people that will pray with you and help you any way they can. So God bless you. And uh, I believe that you'll be blessed through these programs. Share it with somebody else. And just like he was talking about Cha Cha that shared that one CD it's all with him, it takes. you know, you could just go tell somebody about this. Have them go to our website, awmi.net. Go look at these programs. And I believe that maybe they'll relate to John. WHEN THEY WOULDN'T RELATE TO ME OR SOMEBODY ELSE. AND uh, YOU COULD BE THE PERSON THAT HELPS GET THEM HEALED. I KNOW THAT YOU'VE ENJOYED THIS INTERVIEW WITH JOHN TESH THIS WEEK, BUT I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO LISTEN TOMORROW BECAUSE WE'RE GOING TO TURN THINGS AROUND, AND JOHN IS GOING TO INTERVIEW ME. AND THIS IS WHAT HE WANTED TO DO. SO I'M BEING INTERVIEWED ON MY OWN PROGRAM TOMORROW. YOU'LL BE REALLY BLESSED. JOIN US TOMORROW FOR THE GOSPEL TRUTH.
0: WE HOPE YOU ENJOYED TODAY'S INTERVIEW WITH JOHN Tesh. If you'd like more information about John Tesh or his book titled, Relentless, Unleashing a Life of Purpose, Grit and Faith, visit his website at
2: johnteshrelentless.com. This is the CD collection that Andrew and I were talking about when we were having a conversation, A Better Way to Pray. This is the CD that my wife put into our, our car stereo system. And for an hour, we were driving around listening to something i'd never heard before i grew up in the church but i had never realized that i was praying and begging god i was praying the wrong way and that there was a better way to pray and once i got the revelation of that through this cd series i was able to get healed so we're going to make this our gift to you you can get this book
1: absolutely free we'll offer the cd set for a gift of any amount and the same teaching that god used to change john's life can change yours. So listen to our announcer as he gives you this information. Please call or write today.
0: You can get Andrew's book titled A Better Way to Pray in either English or Spanish absolutely free when you contact us. This offer is limited to one free book per household and is only available in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. A Better Way to Pray is also available as either a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast and as a companion study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. Forget what has gone on in the past. Forget all the zillions of people that you've had pray for you. Forget all of the doctors' reports that have come against you in the past. God has a future for your life, and it's good.
1: You have to say it. The power of God is voice activated. And you have to speak words. All pain gone now in Jesus' name. there was a kidney transplant, she couldn't because her heart wasn't strong enough. A spoonful of food, she would throw that up.
0: And I was just literally watching my wife just wither away. The doctors are trying to help, but they're feeling miserably, and we just didn't know what to do either. And I just decided, I just said, Lord, in Jesus' name, I'm going to eat. Now that my wife hasn't had anything really to eat in eight, nine years, but she started consistently eating. I went back to see the doctor three months later, and he was astounded. Experience Karis Bible College during our Campus Days event in Woodland Park, Colorado. Enjoy the teachings meet the instructors, and find God's purpose for your life. Learn more at CarisBiblecollege.org. Did you hear about our website? We designed it with you in mind. Now you can browse on all your mobile devices. Everything is where you would expect it to be. And if you can't find something, the search bar will. It's fast, easy, and it just makes sense. Check it out at awmi.net.